413 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Don't forget, coming up this Sunday, it's the Susan G. Coleman Race for the Cure. It's a 5K run walk and a one-mile walk that raises funds for breast health and breast cancer services. Registration starts at 7 a.m. at Falls Park. The 5K run walk starts at 9, the one-mile walk at 920. www.coleman.org backslash race for the cure for more info on that. And we are continuing our conversation about the Supreme Court's decision released today that says that the city of Sioux Falls illegally entered into a secret agreement to secret settlement over the Denny Sanford Premier Center siding. And to discuss that further, we brought in none other than City Councilor Teresa Staley. Teresa Staley, thank you for coming over to the studio today. Well, thank you for giving me this opportunity, Patrick. Um, so the Supreme Court decision, from a city councilor's point of view, um, what's, what do you think of it? What's your reaction to that? Well, first of all, um, Patrick, if I may say, uh, my mantra, having served on the city council for about 15 months now, has become government cannot police itself. Mm-hmm. Um, the more I'm involved with the, the proceedings happening, I had this sense as a citizen for the last 10 years, but I, I would say we need to have checks and balances in place. And I'm so grateful that the Argus leader uh, took it upon themselves to pursue this. And I know you were at the helm when this started. And I'm, I'm just so grateful that uh, the media is stepping up to continue to shine that light onto all the proceedings and the contracts and the, the, the business that we're doing um, within our city government. So this, this was a, a huge win for the taxpayers and the citizens of Sioux Falls today. What's in it? What's in that agreement? Do you have any idea what's in there, in the settlement? No, no. And, and of course, you have to realize all this was happening before we got on the council. I know, but you so, know, you're hanging out down there. You know yeah. things, right? Uh, no, I don't know about. I don't know these things. <laughs> you don't have don't any idea what's in that agreement. No, that settlement. No, nobody does. I, I don't believe in the city's attorney, does. city attorney's office and the mayor. Is that who knows? I, I would think that's who knows. Yes. Mm-hmm. So and, and let let me also I mean you're asking about this uh, we've been so battling the, since we've been on the council our battle has been dealing with current issues I mean mm-hmm. that's past history that was all taken care of right as far as you know where they were going to go with with the settlement money but one thing that uh, this is this is symptomatic of a bigger problem happening uh, for our city council members and within the mayor's administration mm-hmm. because we've been told repeatedly these past months that uh, contract deals are confidential just mm-hmm. happened in the last two weeks well, i'm bids, asking question like, like for instance the there was the you just voted on the tiff la, uh this week right tuesday night Didn't yes you guys we just had vote the on tiff the, for the lloyd the company increment, that's right which is the big uh, project down at uh between second and third on phillips at phillips to the falls mm-hmm. area there and there were other bids other proposals. Five, there were five total. But you don't know what those proposals no. are. No, and, and here's, okay, here's what's happening, is we have these RFP committees being formed. A few Requests c- for proposals. Uh, yeah, a few uh, city bureaucrats in a room with, uh, with some anonymous council member. We're, we're finding out after the fact that council members who are involved with this. That well, should be, we should be told that right minute, from the get-go. So in the, in the examination of the request, or like when you first put out the report, proposal right the Mm -hmm. rfp Mm -hmm. so there's you know this is normal there are people that work in city hall who are competent bureaucrats Mm -hmm. professionals who do this stuff they are putting together the request right is that Mm -hmm. what you're talking about Mm -hmm. 
There's a counselor in well, that meeting? I'm, ta- I'm talking about when, once they get through sorting through the, I see. the information. So then the, so then the proposals come in. They say, okay, we got this chunk of land. Right. We, here's the parameters of what we want to do. S- make make your proposal. And here are the people who have have given these proposals. Yeah, so they come in and they're sitting around the table. Who's at the table? A few bureaucrats from the, well, I... I, I when you say I, a few bureaucrats. I'm talking about Darren Ketchum, uh, Brett the, O'Neill. Yeah, he's the director of, uh, of development. Uh, development. And and then there's a council member who we didn't even know was on this committee, Christine Erickson. She it comes out after the, when we're being presented. How did she Trump get on the committee? Lloyd Kump, they asked her to be on the committee. Who asked her? Uh, Darren Ketchum apparently. Does he didn't? Does he not ask other council? Uh, I didn't even know that she was on it until we were being shown this proposal by Lloyd Company a few weeks ago, and it, it was it came out that she had been on this RFP committee. And I said, how are we getting, uh, she was also on the RFP for the, the multi-use parking ramp. That's which the one at First Avenue and, and 10th the Street. The one that, that it would be east of the, the pave uh, mm-hmm. collapse. Yeah, First Avenue and 10th Street. And I, that one it came up uh, months ago, and I, I raised the concern that we need to know who the investors are going to be with this private-public pu- partnership. Mm-hmm. And the Argus even backed me up yep. with an editorial. And... I was told ca- confidential, can't tell you that, but but Councilor Erickson was also involved with that RFP group. So some of us on the council think that that should be something that, first of all, we should be told who's who's making these decisions and maybe that bring all those things to us in executive session so we can see what's being brought to the table as well. Because at the end of the day, we're getting one choice and we're told to sign off on it. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard to say yes or no to something when you don't know what the other options are. Mm-hmm. So th- now, on one hand, I, and now just okay. let me ask you this question, because you can make the argument, and many people do, that, you know, we have a strong mayor, former government. We picked this. We charged the mayor with, with making these decisions and, and moving forward with development and all that. If the council gets involved in examining all the proposals, they just muck it up. You guys will just slow everything down because you'll be sitting there arguing with each other. Isn't that true? I don't think that. Well, then why have us sign off on it at the end of the day? Mm. I mean, we're, that's a huge responsibility that I'm signing. I'm saying, yes, this is a good thing to move forward with. Um, l- let's talk about the police contract that we were told to stay away from that, stay away the from the police pl- contract, which is the, the, li- the contract with the union for the police. Right. And, and they, they went into arbitration because they didn't, weren't going to accept the 1.5%. Mm-hmm. And we were, they contacted us. They wanted to tell us their side of the story. Uh, and at the end of the day, we're signing off on the contract. But we weren't allowed to have any input into that or knowledge about what was going on. I don't know in charter where it says that we, we don't get to know the, the details of something mm-hmm. At before we, we sign an approval for this. And, and I, I will tell you, in the past, we have come together in executive session and hashed out things yeah. that we're going to be approving. We all put our input in and look at it, maybe do a rating system. Why couldn't we do that with some of these projects? Mm-hmm. We're here with Teresa Staley. She is a city councilor on the, in Sioux Falls, and she is a uh, frequent um, foil to Mayor Mike Uther. And, no, the, and well, a questioner, a, you, you have questions, you have issues. I have, I'm trying to be open and transparent for the, the citizens of our, our city. That's how I campaigned. That's what I've been trying to stay true to. I'm, I'm trying to get answers so that I can make the best decision. We can all make the best decision 
for the taxpayers. Another case, we're talking about contracts now. We're talking about contracts that mm-hmm. we are not able to have any any input into or to analyze. Ambulance contract, mm-hmm. C- good case in point. We're told it's been done. Uh, you have to just sign off of it, uh, off on it. it. It's a five-year deal. Uh, that isn't, to me, it's not serving the citizens well. The contract with Paramedics Plus. who right. I, and, and there is some reason to look at these contracts because it's in the news. Paramedics Plus has been in trouble in other communities for some, I don't want to call them suspect negotiations or, uh, well, actually there were payoffs in one community, I think in Oklahoma or Kansas. That doesn't mean that's happening here, but no. you just have questions. We, we had questions about, about um, the, the mutual aid situation with that, about uh, the, the profit margins that they were uh, going for. Mm-hmm. And we were told that's none of our business. So it's already been negotiated in and the previous council did that. So there's just a we're kind of, I think, just part time puppets sometimes. You know, (laughs) let me ask you this question, though, with regard to this latest uh, the Supreme Court's decision today. um, When will we get to see that contract, you know? No, I don't. No, I I, might. We actually uh, as of our broadcast here, we haven't heard nothing from the city. There's been no acknowledgement that this has even happened. Uh, I got it from the Argus this morning. I, I saw that um, online. Mm-hmm. But people are saying, why hasn't that siding been fixed? Well, why maybe aren't we are fixing they just going to leave it? That's, was, that's what we need to know from the settlement, right? We don't know if they have to replace it. They could have just paid the city the million dollars. In fact, we don't even know if it's a million dollars. We, we don't. And, and we don't know if it was going to cost $3 million to fix, and maybe that's why we put it aside. But I would do want to say this. Our citizens can handle the truth. We don't need to sugarcoat it. We don't need to hide it. Just be upfront with people. Tell them where we're at. If sales tax revenues are down, fine. If we've got a, we can't mow the parks, let's just be upfront and say we're not mowing these parks. Well, these that's, are, not, that's not the reason there. We're not going to go well, into that right now. That's a different issue. It's about come, openness. Come it's, back it's, to this. Come back to this Supreme Court decision. Do you think this Supreme Court decision will change anything in the way city government operates? I think it's going to change everything in, with an, with the mayoral race coming up. The next administration is going can't help but be more open and transparent. Why, how, why do you believe that? Because I've already I've been contacted by some of the candidates already, and I've watched what they're saying on Facebook, giving it a thumbs up. Everybody yeah. jumps on the transparency train. I'm telling you. Well, everybody so. says they're going to be transparent. Mike Uther said he was going to be transparent. I mean, you can say that all you want, but when it comes down to it, what is forcing them? What is forcing any mayor to be more transparent? Public, public uh, pressure. Public pressure is forcing them to be more transparent, and the media. It comes, like I said when I started, we cannot, go, we cannot police ourselves within the governmental entities. We need the media more than ever. I'm saying that. I said that. I will continue to say that. The media needs to work together to help keep the, keep the spotlight on transparency and accountability for our people. What and we need good people on the council, too. We've, we've got an opportunity here to shake things up. What needs April to change? 10th. What needs to change in city government to be more transparent? What would you change if you could change anything right well, now? Well, I, I think we would just have to go. Well, what's going to have to change, Mr. Patrick Lally, is that we've got a dwindling sales tax growth mm-hmm. coming in. So we're going to have to be making some t- tough decisions moving forward. We've already been told that. 
Um, so I think I'm eager to have a new administration where they're going to open the doors, open the windows, and say, and bring in a financial analyst to do some performance audits of the departments to say what is really going on here, how efficient are we being, and, and to make sure that we're going to preserve services for our citizens. Do you really believe that there's misuse of funds in city government? I, I don't believe there's been a, a, a enough oversight in how uh, our city government is functioning. Or at least not, if there is, it's not communicated to the council. Well, as a council member, I've been told, uh, don't butt in here. You know, back off. Stay in your little corner here. I when mean, you say that, what do you I'm mean? I'm talking you about, that? I, I'm saying. Explain that. No, you just said, I've been told to, to I'm, get out of Well, it. let's what? go back to a year ago. Tomorrow it will be one, uh, uh, the 20th. I got gaveled. If well, you remember yeah, back. You well, I'm telling you, no, because I was, I was reaching out. I was trying to help citizens. Uh, and I was told by the city attorney and by by some of our leadership back off we're not here to advocate for citizen issues and i'm like why did i get elected what do the citizens want from me as an elected official and i stood up and i didn't go into that executive session a year ago as you know patrick lally mm -hmm. i know and it that was dark and so i've continued to stand up i will continue to do that and to tell it straight to talk to the media and do everything I can to help the citizens know what's going on and and to stand for truth and uh, common sense and integrity. Amen. Teresa, we'll end on that. <laughs> Teresa Staley, okay. she is a city councilor in Sioux Falls, one of eight plus the mayor. And uh, we'll be watching. Teresa, thanks for coming in today. Thank I really you. appreciate it. Thank you, Patrick. We're After the news, we're going to talk to Eddie Sullivan. He is the CEO and founder of SAB, I get it, SAB Biotherapeutics. There, I finally got it right. This is the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO.